0: This is a Dauntless Media Collective Podcast. Visit dauntless.fm for more content.
1: The Chapel Probation Podcast takes a critical look at evangelical colleges and universities, focusing initially on Azusa Pacific University, where I taught English for 15 years. I'm Scott Okamoto, and I'm writing a book about how I deconstructed from faith completely while at APU. This podcast, though is my tribute to the students and other faculty who survived evangelical higher education. They faced ridiculous racism, sexism, anti-LGBTQ hatred, and all manner of bigotry. From the heartless evils of the prosperity gospel to the destructive pseudo-theology of purity culture, the stories will break your heart, but they will also inspire. These people faced bigotry and fought back, in a weird, kind of sick way we went through some but we formed identities and we formed communities through it all i hope you will join us
0: hi i'm gail i'm nate and this is full mutuality today's episode is a special episode because it's a bonus
2: It's a bonus episode. <laughs> a, you say that with such, like, I I hear sarcasm. Like.
0: <laughs> no, I'm sincere. I'm excited about this episode because we're going to give a chance to update you on some of the exciting things that have been going on behind the scenes. Um, yeah, we just wanted to fill you in. We don't have a guest. It's just me and Nate sitting here, uh, sipping some whiskey and just having some fun. Uh, we want to update you on what we've been up to. Mm-hmm. So, Nate.
2: Yes, but... Before we before we give you updates, I mean, we've been podcasting what for nineteen episodes now.
0: Nineteen. The next episode will be our twentieth episode, and we've got some mm. really some really neat stuff coming up on our podcast. Yeah. Do want to so give before, some some teasers? Yeah, on what's before we up?
2: we give any updates or anything. Okay, all right. We'll I save think, that we'll put that off. I we'll get we you can, guys
0: excited about what we're gonna say later, but we'll leave that. We'll leave that.
2: I think we can uh, maybe reflect on the last nineteen episodes. What were some things that we learned? What are some things we love about podcasting? I'm Challenges. so thankful for
0: our audience. I'm thankful that there's actually people that listen to me and you having conversations. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think when we started this off we expected to have the audience that we do and we're really appreciative of all of you. Um we're appreciative of your support. If if you're one of those kind souls that's left us a review, you don't know how much that means to the two of us. Like we just get on, we work, we work to make this uh, a labor of love for you guys. And when we read that, it makes a difference that, you know, you're listening to us as you do your laundry or you're sitting in your car and something we said resonated with you. It means a lot to Nate and us to just sit and we'll read to each other the reviews that we get in. And we just want to say, we started this podcast. And um, I mean, if I'm going to look back at things, we started with talking about Mars Hill. And we started talking about Mark Driscoll. I think Christianity Today had put out um, their episode uh, – no, they put out a podcast series on Mars Hill like, you know, eight years after that whole thing blew up. And it it took off. Like it was – this was an important conversation on evangelicalism um, as a whole and what it looks like when it goes wrong. Um, but it resonated with so many people who didn't go to Mars Hill because – there's a lot of there's a lot of problems in evangelicalism currently, and I think a lot of people wanted to reflect on that situation in order to take from it what they will for their own situation. So it's still our most downloaded episode and I don't know necessarily that it's related just because it's our first episode. I kind of no. think no, I kind of think that people really um, had it on their heart to kind of unpack some of what happened mm-hmm. and how it related to their own story. so it's yeah. still it's still one of the things that gets a lot of draws. We actually I will give a preview in here. We do have somebody who helped bring down Mars Hill um, coming up on one of our. Wait, episodes. wait, wait! We'll talk about this later. Okay, okay, <laughs> that's my teaser. We'll get to that later. Yeah, but we will get back to Mars Hill. If that was something that you came in interested on full mutuality, we understand why that was an important topic. So we plan to get back to that. But we've kind mm-hmm. of been going through our own journey of your church history. Nate, I mean, you've been you you grew up in, at in a fundamentalist church and ended up at Bob Jones University, and then you ended up in some. I mean, well- known churches like Hillsong, so we've we've had a lot of stories to cover along the way, just going combing through our own stories. I mean, um, I haven't gotten too much into my own personal journey as much. I plan to in the future, maybe in upcoming episodes as a teaser, I, I hope to cover um, foster children. I mean, we've covered a lot of ex evangelical material, but I think on a personal level, that's something I hope to get into in the future. Mm -hmm. I hope my foster brother said to me, um, he's native and he indigenous in Canada. I live in Canada and he's talked about how he's never been on a podcast. He's been asked by many people. Uh, he's a leader in his community, he's doing amazing things, and he said he'd be willing to pod to pop his podcast cherry with us. (laughs) So he said, For you, Gail, I'll come. I'll I'll sit with you. And so I hope I hope that ends up happening. Um you know, even if I don't get to do that with him anytime soon, I've talked to some of my other foster siblings and we hope to have another episode coming up soon discussing what it's like to be foster kids. Um, we mm-hmm. like to cover topics about being on the margins, not just ex-evangelical stuff, but we understand yeah. that's our background evangelical yeah. So we're covering a lot of that stuff in our, mm-hmm. our podcast as we go because it affects our life today. Like, well, I mean, um, yeah, it's definitely a part of mm-hmm. the stuff we're still deconstructing.
2: Yeah. Um what so, about you,
0: Nate? How about yeah, what are well, your reflections back. looking back?
2: Yeah. And I, I want to go back to some of the stuff you said about, you know, the impact that we're having on on people. You know, as far as something that, that I love is knowing that that there are people out there who are gleaning from what we're doing. And I do want to read, you know, something that we've talked about. In you know, behind the scenes, is reading some of the reviews that we get.
0: Are we gonna um, read our nasty
2: people. reviews, or are we gonna read our nice ones? <laughs> well, for, I think because we're well, I, I'll get to that because I think <laughs> the next the next thing I have on my notes is challenges, and
0: uh-huh.
2: uh, so I think I put some of that into into challenges. But as far as stuff that I've loved, um, you know, some some of the the reviews we've gotten, like you were saying, um, we really do appreciate you know, everybody who takes the time to write a review and especially those who write friendly reviews.
0: (laughs) We do. We get encouraged by that stuff. It's what keeps us going. Like we, Mm -hmm. we're not making a profit off this podcast. I know we've said that before, but I think it's important to know this is a labor of love from us and, and we're excited about what we're doing because we want to reach and help support others who are in those situations. But like reading those positive reviews, that's what fuels us that what That's what keeps us going. That's what lets us know that what we're doing is making a difference and yeah. um, keeps us going.
2: Yeah. We have um, a podcast. Or a podcast. We have a, a review from Freddie Bell Moans. Um, thank you, on Freddie. Apple Podcasts. Yes. So thank you, Freddie comments. Bell Moans. And, and uh, they wrote, uh, full mutuality shines a light on evangelicalism's darker sides that are often overlooked. We can't truly move forward as a society unless we are all held accountable, including the institutions we hold dear. Give it a listen. You won't regret it. Um, if you're listening, you, you've already taken Freddie's advice. <laughs> so yeah. Thanks for, thanks for hanging out. Yeah. Um, I like this review, actually, um, from Time's Alfredo of the Year, which sounds delicious. It is one of my favorite mm. pasta sauces.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> As an Italian, I have no objections to any pastas, but Alfredo's, lovely. Continue.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they titled this review, Feels Like I'm Hearing from Clever Safe Friends. Uh, the podcast hosts chat with brilliance and eloquence. Hmm, I don't know about that. I'm not that eloquent. <laughs> <laughs> Yet with total welcome and acceptance. Uh, they're your smart friends in your living room who put words to the thoughts you had but couldn't articulate while you were leaving evangelicalism. Aww. Aww. That's Thank really you. touching. Yeah, that was yeah, that was beautiful. Um, we hope
0: to do that. Like the idea that like you feel like you're sitting in a living room with us. I mean, that's that's the beautiful thought of what we're trying to do is we're trying to create a sense of community. We want to be a support to you. We know Nate and I both know what what it's like to feel that loneliness and that emptiness and that you know what it's like to break away from evangelicalism. And we do want you if if you know you're you've left that community and you've grown up in it. We hope that as you listen to us it's a sense of comfort and it's like you're sitting in our living room with us mm-hmm. and you know we've gotten to meet different people we've podcasted with and and it's fun. It's it's the relationships yeah. are like that sitting around in the living room kicking around and and the community outside of evangelicalism exists and that's what we're hoping to help mm-hmm. facilitate, right? Like that's yeah. what we we have on our hearts to do. So yeah. thank you so much for that review. It really paints yeah. a picture of what we have on our hearts and what we're hoping to accomplish. So
2: and we actually ha- got a message. So in addition to writing reviews, look, we, we also recognize that for many of you, uh, you might not be in a safe place or n- might not feel comfortable putting thoughts out there publicly, you know, the, the especially if you're inside of evangelicalism or fundamentalism um, or if your livelihood depends on that structure, we get that it can be um, unsafe, risky, dangerous to put a public review out there, even if your name isn't attached to it, even if you put in like a uh, a pseudonym. But we did get them. So if you want to reach out to us just to shoot us a note, we love to hear from you. Um, We did get a a message. I'm not going to put the name in there, but they wrote, uh, I just wanted to let you know that I'm enjoying the podcast. I found it through so-and-so's episode that they were actually friends with quite a few years ago. Um, And this person said that they worked for uh, that place before and after deconverting. They still have some personal and professional liability within the world of evangelicalism. Uh, So they're not very public, uh, but they want us to know that it has been gratifying to hear familiar experiences voiced um, in the episodes of our podcasts. So, yeah. Yeah. Aww. Thank you. That was. If
0: you want to send us an inbox, you do that. We'll yeah. read it. I mean, we'll do. We'll try and do like what just Nate just did. Try and disguise enough of the details that if we do read it publicly, we don't out you for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but we really appreciate those messages. They keep us totally encouraged. Um, what have been the highlights for you, Nate? Aside from the messages, what have you enjoyed yeah. covering? What has been exciting you as we've been going through things?
2: Basically, all of the stuff you said, but with some specificity. Uh, some of the friendships that we've developed. Mm-hmm. Over the the time that we've been podcasting, you know, some that have actually manifested in real life friends, um,
0: people we've some met in that, person and chilled with,
2: yeah. Yeah. And some that are very likely to become real life friends.
0: I feel like we live in know. a day and age where we build online communities and then we end up with those really cool moments where we get to meet the people who've been a support to us yeah. um, through online. And I think that's totally new to our generation. Like it's something mm-hmm. that didn't happen in the past. But I mean, you and I met online. Like that's how, and I'm we're engaged now. We'll be married next year. Um, but we met we met through an online community, and Mm -hmm. I feel like more and more people are. It used to be kind of a joke if you met someone online; uh, they weren't real communities. They're not your in real life friends. But I feel like there's some really deep communities and friendships to be made online, and it's fun when you actually do get to meet in person and you get to hang out and realize. Actually, like you think, oh, like you get all those warnings that when you see someone online, it's like a curated version of them and it's scary when you meet them in person. They might be totally different. I don't know about you, but I, f- I find that like all of my meeting up with the people that I've I've um, gotten to know online has been fun, has been mm-hmm. even better. Has, like Yeah. Yeah.
2: So that's that I think is true of dating apps. <laughs> um but in, Well, you're in my in all-
0: exception. Meeting you in person no, was no, no. definitely Well,
2: what I'm saying is Are you saying um, I'm creepy <laughs> No, no. What I'm saying is what you were saying about, you know, the how like people's cautions about meeting somebody that you've met online, right. um, that they you know, it is a curated version of themselves. Yeah, that's I, I would agree that that's the case for dating apps, but in online community where you're meeting people through you know whether it's uh, ex-evangelical circles, whether it's through ex-fundamentalist circles, ex-Mormon circles, basically survivor circles, survivor mm. communities online. Um, the the person that you are meeting online is probably the more real version of that person than they would be in real life, because in a lot of cases they have to hide who they are in real life. But you're mm. finding out more about their story and who they are and their struggles through online community. So that's yeah. That's what I I think that's precious
0: about online stuff. I mean, we always hear about the concerns of social media and the fakeness and the algorithms and how it's, you know, there's so much downsides to it. But I think you're right. I think sometimes we get a chance to express some of the more real sides of us that in real life is a little bit more dangerous and we have to hide. I know. Like recently, not connected to our podcast, but I met someone from my survivors group that I've been a part of. I won't name the group, but, you know, somebody who I know is from California and she, she traveled, she had a layover in Montreal and we hung out and I got to show around the city and it was just, it was a beautiful hangout, catching up on life. But you're right, we've been sharing a lot of very real details of what it's like to go through a divorce and, and to support each other for the, through those situations. And I feel like, yeah, the ex evangelical community, if you've gone, if you've gone, if you've made it out of being ex, evangelical, and you're now in the ex-evangelical community. You've gone through a lot. You've had some really big experiences to make it there and to survive that. And, yeah, it's kind of fun when you get to meet in person and and meet the people who've done that kind of work, who've had that kind of bravery and courage. And I agree with you. The friendships that we've made have been a lot of fun in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, last on our little... Ref, in our little reflecting, and reflect, reflecting, in our little reflecting section of uh, of today's episode, I guess instead of reflecting, let's like look ahead. What are some things that we're looking forward to?
0: Ooh, what are we looking forward to? I mean, I'm excited to like share the episodes that we've already recorded. Sometimes we're yeah. a little bit behind in what we have coming up, <laughs> and we've recorded we're something. Always,
2: we're always so we're we're not behind we're ahead
0: we're always ahead we always have like a few in the in the bag that we're ready to release yeah. and it takes us a little while to do all the editing podcasting is a lot of editing i think that's what discourages a lot of people with podcasting is like you sit you have great conversations and then taking the work to edit it takes a while to churn out stuff so yeah i mean we drop everything right away but we got to do the editing so we've got a few episodes coming well, up that we're excited about
2: there are some already... podcasters who don't bother to edit
0: Oh, Nate is is definitely – he's a techie between the two of us. In case any of you guys think we're doing a good job, I want to give the credit to Nate. He's the producer. Not that I'll – I do try and sit with him while he's doing his editing so he doesn't feel alone. (laughs) That's my contribution
2: to him. It's great bonding time for us. I sit in the
0: background and I listen.
2: (laughs) Instead of going on midweek dates, we edit a podcast together. (laughs) We
0: edit a podcast together. This is how we're holding up long-distance dating together (laughs) while we're engaged. Uh, We're doing podcast editing. Um, Yeah. But yeah, like it's uh there's a lot of work. I thank you, Nate. Thank you, babe, for all the work that mm-hmm. you're putting into all the editing. You're welcome. And w- Look, are we gonna announce are we gonna preview some of our guests uh, should, yeah. should we throw so out some of the exciting can,
2: stuff? Yeah. I wanna talk about yeah, let's talk about some of the upcoming episodes. But I also want later on I wanna I wanna preview some ideas that are still germinating that we haven't okay. really put any sort of uh okay. concreteness stuff we'd like to. to but, do. All right, all yeah. right, sounds
0: good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But
2: Let's go ahead. Maybe we can talk about some of the the episodes, some of the guests, some uh,
0: of the guests. So we yeah. we've stuck to guests that are, um, in general, connected tangentially through our stories. I mean, um, Scott, who if you listen to our lap last episode, I gotta give a plug to Scott. I really mm. do because Scott is. We'll
2: talk about Scott a little bit later.
0: Okay, but, yeah. put Scott on pause? But, but, okay. Yeah,
2: but, but go ahead and, and give your quick little shout-out, but make it real quick, because I do want to talk about him a little bit uh, in, in the next and later. little
1: All right, all right. We have notes. a reason
0: to bring Scott up later, but... Um yeah, we, we've had – Scott is maybe one of this and really quick version of this uh, – connected to us, not necessarily through our experience. We just kind of stumble along with stuff, and so we had him as a guest on our last episode, if you listened. Um, but a lot of our guests so far have actually been people we know in person and have been people that we have made connections with because we attended the same church as them, or they're people that we know, that we've actually met, that that connect to our own stories. And, and I think that's fun. I mean, maybe we'll become one of those podcasts that gets the famous people people in and that you know everyone has on their podcast and sometimes those guests are totally worth having and we're going to bring one up soon that we're very excited is coming on but we haven't done that two. so far yeah well, we
2: have had one who do we um have? this is where i was talking about how we've made a, a an in real life friend um mm-hmm. and you've you've heard her on the podcast twice and she's coming back we'll talk about that later but janice Legata is sort of Wine. Right. Although well, you I guess went to church with her, fits. that's
0: why yeah. I was that's including how her in the, how they connect about. to our stories. Because you and Janice yeah. both went to Hillsong NYC together, and you were both there at the same time. I mean, she maybe she knew of your brother more than you because because of you know your brother's position right. in the was, church. She,
2: yeah, she was Manhattan. He was Manhattan. Yeah. My brother was much more high profile right. than I was.
0: But. Right. Yeah. But, like, you guys knew a lot of the same people and you were definitely working within the same organization close to the same time period. So there's a, there's much more of a connection there than, uh, than, you know, just calling in someone because we've listened to a lot of their stuff. But on that note, if we have someone on who we have no connection to at all, that's where that person has really been someone on our radar that's made a huge difference on our deconstruction, who's had a big impact on us, who we've been following their stuff for a while. We really, I guess, find it a... Like, such a good quality. Like, we're not just chasing down popular names to have them on our podcast. But every once in a while, we're like, oh, man, if this person agreed to come on our podcast, we would be thrilled to have them. And so I guess if we're going to brag about future guests, I have to brag. I'm really thankful. I'm really appreciative that Joe Lumen is coming on. We will be ha- having an episode with her coming up on our podcast. And we are excited to have her because um, she just does a lot of really good stuff in terms of um, helping people with the concept of deconstruction and decolonization she uh, she's a lot of really important stuff to say, and yeah. uh, she's always interesting to listen to. She's always really engaging. She just has yeah. a lot on if her mind. You,
2: if you, are not familiar with Joe Lumen, which by now, if you're, if you're, well, not by now, if you're sorry, in these I spaces. Say that. If you're in these spaces, she is she certainly is. someone that you should be following. Um, her content is fantastic. The best place to, to to find her content are certainly Twitter, Instagram, and and TikTok. I don't, I don't really follow uh TikTok very closely i rarely actually come app, across
0: so. most of her stuff on Facebook that's where i follow joe oh
2: facebook oh okay i didn't realize yeah. she was super active on facebook i found her i i follow her on instagram and twitter
0: mm. um, i'm not on twitter her, much but i'm on facebook her, a lot so i see her stuff
2: there <clears throat> yeah her content is um fantastic so we're extremely um grateful and honored to be able to say that we have joe lumen as a guest on our uh our podcast.
0: Yeah. She just like she has so much patience and grace with people. Like I hope she didn't eat too much of it with us, but I've listened to her like like she's gotten into Twitter <laughs> into Twitter fights so with some really ignorant kind of arrogant white people and she's been willing to go on their podcast and I've listened to her take the time to break things down and she's just got I don't know. I I aspire to have that kind of patience and grace and kindness to Navigate those kind of discussions without just blowing up an anger at people for (laughs) saying really annoying things. I kind of can get very judgy and frustrated fast. So I just find like listening, like me and you were listening to one of those and we had to keep pausing so that we could rant, just the two of us personally, (laughs) because we're just like, wow, how did he say that without hearing himself? But I think that's why it's such important work is because Mm -hmm. she is reaching a lot of people in the evangelical environment who are totally oblivious and unaware of the harm of what they're saying. Yeah. And she'll take the time to break it down and work through it with them. So I'm glad she's coming she's, you know, she'll be on a future, a future episode of Full Mutuality. Mm-hmm. And what about other guests? Um, we have some other ones yeah, that you want to... Yeah, we
2: have. Um, so speaking of Mars Hill Church, mm-hmm. <laughs> go back to That's the beginning what you of the want podcast. It, what you wanted to get yeah. to, Yeah. Uh, So if you're familiar with the Mars Hill Church story, which not to take steal too much thunder from the episode itself when it comes out, but if you're familiar with the Mars Hill Church story and um, Mark Driscoll's downfall and like exit from Mars Hill, um, you'll know that part of the the, one of the big reasons for his downfall was when a number of posts that he put in, in an online forum went public. And were connected to him because he, he posted them under a pseudonym,
0: and he posted um, them to I think his church group blog. Yeah, thing but or I think it whatever.
2: was, yeah, I, I think th- if I remember the conversation correctly, um, the forum wasn't actually like a private church forum at the time, mm. but he was posting under a pseudonym, uh, I think William Wallace the second. So it was kind of known to curious, his church
0: that that was him. I think at the time. Well, I don't
2: possibly. think it was known to his church okay. that that was him. Otherwise, I mean, I could be wrong. Um, I don't. I don't really recall. conversation that vividly but in any case once it was sort of the connection was made or maybe maybe he did write in his book that he had written under Mm -hmm. the pseudonym william wallace II. i think i remember seeing that when i read his book years ago but but there was there was a series of posts that he made to this forum that kind of blew the lid on just the the abusiveness of his character, so anyway,
0: as time went on, we, I think they tried Mars Hill tried to take down all this stuff as they got really right. big and blew right. up, so
2: I yeah, so anyway mm. i don't want to go into the story too much because okay. the story is in the podcast it's, uh, episode. But it's very juicy. we have, yes, <laughs> but we have an upcoming episode with the guy who leaked the post post series that the church was trying to cover up, or the or I guess Mark Driscoll was trying to cover up that showed just how um, that kind of pulled the curtain back on just how abusive Mark Driscoll really was. And um, yeah, so his name is Zach Malm. He also has his own his own podcast, which is, a, a I think, an excellent podcast as well.
0: Yeah, he co-hosts it.
2: Culture Wars. And
0: that's right. He co-hosts mm-hmm. Veterans of cul- Culture War. And and. You know, I said it on that episode, but I'll say it as a preview. I I try not to listen to too many white, white male podcasters because I feel like in my evangelical world it was just flooded with just hearing white men talk, and Mm -hmm. and that's something that on full mutuality we've tried to avoid doing too much of. Like we have white men who are gay or who are in marginalized communities, but we're trying not to just you know have just white guys as our features. And um, Zach is. Doing really good stuff. He's he's one of those ex- exceptions for me. I thought, you know, mm-hmm. as I was listening to his podcast, he also highlights a lot of people and voices that don't get heard within evangelicalism. Yeah. So I had been listening to his, to his podcast. It was one of my exceptions of listening to a white man podcast, yeah. but I'd been listening yeah. to some of his, his episodes and they were really helpful. So I'm excited to to feature mm-hmm. that one on how he starts off his podcast on how he destroyed Mars Hill. Um, he took down a mega church, but like it's it's um it's gonna be an interesting episode, kind of diving yeah. into his story. And uh, his part in that.
2: And um, in addition, we also have Janice Legata coming back because Woo-hoo, return, she's become, our first
0: return guest. Yeah, we need she's to become talk such about a good Janice. friend of ours,
2: and it's great to have uh, that that connection. Um, and she's I, just she's a fantastic person to talk to. So yes, yeah, that's where so I was going to go. back.
0: I wanted to, to just give a shout out to Janice because, you know, there are people where you listen to them online and you're you're hearing their voice and you're like, oh, they just sound like a really cool person. They sound really grounded, down to earth. Or you hear that about a celebrity. I don't want to compare podcasters to celebrities. I hope none of us are. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, just people you don't really know, right? That sound a certain way that that you can perceive to be a certain way. And then you meet them in person and it's totally different. Um, At least from our experience, Janice in person is a really nice human being. And we've met her more than once and we've hung out with her and... Uh, She's she's just as lovely or more lovely in real life than than what like you listen to her on our podcast and you're like wow she sounds like a really nice thoughtful grounded human being hilarious in real life
2: same she's all of those things
0: all of those and more yeah. She's a lovely yeah. human being, and she's been so supportive of us and what we're doing, and mm-hmm. and um, I like that about the podcaster community, at least the ones I've met in the evangelical mm-hmm. community. It's been so nice to see that sort of camaraderie and community. There's not like a competitive viciousness, I find. There's very much a yeah. love what you're doing, thank you for speaking on this, and, uh, and she's just been doing that for us in the background. She's mm-hmm. just been cheering us on. We've been like, oh, I love, I love that episode you did on. We listen to each other's yeah. stuff, and there's a lot of that. There's a lot of listening to each other. There's a lot of hearing each other and appreciating the voices. Like, there's not one voice, right? We all have mm-hmm. our different stories, and we're all doing different, slightly different work, and but in, along the same lines. And it's it's encouraging. It's really yeah. great. And Janice has been so lovely to us and so supportive, and just had to give her a big shout out. Yeah, ha- if you don't have any, you know, we're talking about white men, but. Uh, I think there needs to be more listening to black women. I think they have a lot that we need to be listening to. And she does a phenomenal job of highlighting, I mean, as a black woman, obviously, but I mean, even bringing those voices onto her show and having, like, I feel like as a white person, sometimes I'm listening into a private conversation that I normally wouldn't have a chance to sit in on in real life. Like it'll be her and her friends, um, just shooting it like from the hip, just talking, speaking their heart as a, a few friends, a few black women just sitting together having a conversation. And she's just told what a gift to just open that up and allow us to kind of sit and reflect on those perspectives that in our society often get totally erased and don't get heard. Yeah. I'm really appreciative of, the, of yeah. the work that she's doing.
2: And so, speaking of like collaborating with other, you know, like minded podcasters in this sort of, you know, ex-evangelical, ex evangelical, ex. Christian, whatever you're coming out of, people who are deconstructing, and then then also doing the work of decolonizing their faith, which we'll go into that uh, in a little more detail in our episode with Joe. But we have developed a network we connected with, and we've talked about it a little bit in the past, but I want to give a little bit more uh, detail and flesh it out a little bit more for you all.
0: All right, Nate. So you had this idea of Dauntless Media, or how did this come about?
2: Okay, okay so I... Um, separately, had wanted to like just had this idea of of some sort of collaboratory or network of podcasters, and I know that like irreverent media group exists. It's not I'm not trying to like you know create recreate what they're doing, um, but I think there is something to be said for when you're uh, creating content like ours, it it can um, become challenging, which was actually something we didn't go into too many challenges, like talk about the challenges um, in our uh, previous section about, uh, you know, reflecting reflecting on on our podcast. Mm -hmm. podcast. But one of the challenges is that when you when you leave an in-group, especially one like evangelicalism, um, there will be. People who, who find you who are angry, uh, who are angry that you What left, happened to you, are,
0: Nate? I thought you were a Christian. How did they hurt you? <laughs> what did they do to you to turn you into this yeah. bitter, terrible person? Sometimes I see you looking through those messages and sending me screenshots of the, the kind of more cruel version of, you know, we read our nice, our nice reviews. But we get the opposite. Mm-hmm. We do get the people yeah. who knew us from our past who— are just horrified that
2: we've yeah or even people who didn't know us and who stumble on our podcast mm-hmm. um you know you were mentioning our our first episode where we were talking about Christianity today's podcast about Mars Hill and uh, we the responses critical. that we got yeah mm-hmm. we got definitely got we got positive responses to it but we also got quite a few critical responses as well um and often from people who and, and I don't want to I don't want to to shit on anybody's journeys because we're all on mm-hmm different legs of a journey right. um, through kind of discovering what we believe and what our faith looks like. But there, I think what we what we did in that episode was point out things that, that a lot of people weren't ready to hear um, or just straight up disagreed with, which is fine. You can disagree with us. But so I think one of the are- challenges...
0: Are comfortable in evangelical yeah. faith, and we're listening to the Christianity Today podcast, mm-hmm. wanting to stay within that. And we were kind of challenging them, right. investigating this kind of a story as yeah. part of so, part of that system.
2: So all that to say, you know, it it can get um, frustrating and uh, a little bit lonely. You start to think like you're <laughs> you're you're not. Maybe you're the only one with these ideas. Maybe you're the only one who's experiencing this kind of backlash. Um, When that's not true, cognitively, we know that we're not the only ones that are, you know, hitting these um, walls and facing this kind of backlash. Um, We're not the only ones with these ideas or noticing these things about the, the places that we're coming out of. But – and not only the places we're coming out of, but even within the deconstruction space, um, we're finding things that look an awful lot like uh, the world that we exited. And that can be frustrating. And I think what's been what – what I've what i wanted to to do was find other people who are seeing the same things that we're seeing and that we can link arms and work together mm-hmm. and – That just so happened that one of our online friends that we actually even didn't even really know all that well at the time. I think, Gail, you had conversed with her off and on Mm -hmm. um, a little bit um, on Facebook. But Jessica Goforth, who is um, one of the co-hosts of the Leaving the Village podcast, we reached out to her initially just to have her come on the podcast and talk about her experience in ATI and, um, IBLP.
0: We were listening to a bit of her podcast as a friend of hers, you know, through social media. And and, uh, I was like, Nate, you should check out this episode. Listen to this one Jessica did. And it was some really helpful, interesting stuff on leaving a cult, the cult of ATI. Mm -hmm. But I mean, within the broader context of a lot of evangelical teaching that we could relate to, um, even though we weren't in IBLP or ATI, but we were like, oh. And yeah, you're right. I befriended her on Facebook before she started podcasting, before I started podcasting. Um, Her and I have a lot of similar journey just in terms of where we're at in life at our age um going through a divorce you know kids like the whole leaving evangelicalism around like we've it feels like it's a little bit of a twin journey so me and her had actually been before podcasting just supporting each other appreciating each other's comments on social media and write, writing responses and liking and um reaching out to i have like you know just facebook messages back and forth between the two of us before we ever we ever started podcasting and uh yeah. Once she did, we were like, "Hey, you want to you want to come on our podcast and share a bit of your journey?" And so she did, and uh, we appreciated that. And then from there, want to continue? Yeah. On.
2: And then we we kind of developed this this friendship um, that is, for all intents and purposes, an in real life friendship, even though we haven't met in real life.
0: Looking forward um, to
2: that. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be fun. I hope she's a hugger because you and I are going to be giving her a, a pretty big hug yep. when we meet her. Yep. Um, yep. But she. Had been she and and her co-host uh, Kathleen Reynolds had been also kind of conversing about that very sort of thing of of creating some kind of collaboratory where they could create new podcasts and bring in other podcasts. You and her both had it
0: on your mind to start a podcast network, but both of you individually were yeah. thinking of this on your own.
2: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then we just. I, just for some reason, I don't even remember how it came about, but we ended up in a conversation about it. And next thing you know, um, we're all sitting down talking about this thing that we ended up calling the Dauntless Media Collective. And yeah, so that's the story of how the Dauntless Media Collective came about. So you've been hearing the, you know, at the start of every episode, our little audio logo. Um, you've been hearing some of the ads from our other podcasts. You and, might start yeah, to hear so,
0: more and more as we go along.
2: Exactly. So, um, I I want to talk about like some of the why behind um, behind it. So, so one one of the things that we yeah, so one of the things that I want to do is like a collaborate with other you know like minded podcasters um, who are in this kind of space. You know, creating content for ex evangelicals, uh, ex Mormons, ex Catholics, uh, other cult survivors. And then also, you know, I want to share listeners um, with other podcasts and, and vice versa. Like, yeah, selfishly, we want to boost our listenership. But also, um, we want to provide you with opportunities to like find other podcasts that might resonate with you in a specific way. So maybe you're listening to our podcast and you hear an episode about... ATI. Well, leaving the village is sort of the perfect podcast for you to listen to, um, or maybe you have an experience in conservative evangelical higher education. Well, chapel probation is the podcast for you to listen to.
0: Are we going to get into chapel probation? We're yes.
2: Gonna... So speak. So we were, we talked a little bit about Scott Okamoto, who is the host of the Chapel Probation podcast. And um, Scott, I mean, we just go listen to our our last episode. You know, you'll get to hear Scott. He is fantastic. Um, I just want to give a quick thought on
0: Scott. I feel like Scott is one of those people. He's like, he announced that he was 52 on our podcast. I don't know what his age was, (laughs) but he acknowledged it. So he's like, you know, he's about a little over 10 years older than I am. But I just felt like listening to him and talking with Scott. Because we've had a lot of conversations with him, not on our podcast. And um, he's joined our Dauntless Media Collective, which I'm thrilled about. Um, But Scott seems like... You know those teachers when you were in high school or elementary school or college that were like – even though they're, they're teachers, they're not your peers, they just resonate with all the peers. They just know how to connect with everyone around them and they're your favorite teachers because – Yeah, and
2: not like in a weird, creepy way no, like they're trying to No, not like they're trying, to trying too hard. You. No,
0: they just – they're chill people in real life. Yeah. That's just who they are. They know how to make people laugh. They know how to put people at ease. They know how to connect. They know how to make people around them feel safe and recognized and seen. That's Scott. That is completely Scott. I mean, you'll hear this if you listen to the last episode. I start giggling at a lot of Scott's little jokes that he makes. But he just knows how to – yeah, he's just one of those – I'm sure – like, I understand why his students are on his podcast giving their stories because he is one of those teachers that, you know, after they left, they just – they appreciated him. And he gives a lot of insight. And that's what he's been working on. His podcast has been, Mm -hmm. you know, covering that angle of what it's like to go to, you know, Christian colleges – What it's like to do higher ed at an evangelical Mm -hmm. college. And I mean, on our podcast, we've talked about that from your angle at Bob Jones, and we've had other people discuss that, talk about their Bob Jones experience, and his is not Bob Jones. But I think on his second season, he plans to cover other universities aside from the one he taught at APU, which is what he covers in his first season. Mm -hmm. Um, But sharing those stories, I think, is very relatable, whether you're at Bob Jones, whether you're at APU, whether it's another evangelical university. If you went through a Christian college experience, I think it's going to be one of those shows, uh, it's one of those podcasts that really specifies. It kind of narrows in on that one that thing It gets mm-hmm. it gets into what it's like to go to Christian yeah. Higher Ed. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It it honestly is probably one of my favorite podcasts to listen to.
0: And Scott's just so funny.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: great sense of So you go were. listen
2: to Chapel Probation with yeah. Scott Okamoto. Um mm-hmm. we do have a couple of other podcasts that we are in conversation with who Ooh, are exciting. very likely going or to be. Or not dropping um, names yet, right? No. Yeah. No, not yet. Not not yet. Um, they they have you know said a, said yes, but um, I want I want to have all our ducks in a row. I want to get everything uh, squared away. You know, follow our social media for or the Dauntless social media, um, and you can find it you know at at Dauntless FM, um, and and you'll you know you'll get updates um, when uh, when those podcasts are officially you know a part of uh, part of the the collective. Um, but another facet of the. Dauntless Media Collective that I think is sort of it's kind of my little um, like nerd out thing. One of my Your little, little nerd creative out outlet, <laughs> yeah. But we have a Discord server for the Dauntless Media Collective. Is it and open to everyone? It, it is. It's open to everyone. So basically, what it is is uh, it's a safe place for you know ex evangelicals, ex Catholics, ex Christians, ex Mormons, um, anyone who is either a cult survivor or uh, somebody coming out of a traditional religious background who is um, doing the work of deconstructing and decolonizing their faith tradition. And it's just kind of a place to network, um, to support each other, to learn from each other, journey together through whatever things come about, whether collectively or individually, that you feel like you need other people to who might understand your journey to talk to. Um, and since it's Discord, it's not like a public forum where everybody can see your posts. Because I often like when you post something on Facebook or you get into a, a conversation on Twitter, other people might show up and and hijack the conversation. So that's what's great about Discord. I mean, in a way, like Facebook groups are, are sort of like that as well, but. Um, discord is just fun because you can keep things organized you have you know voice chat lounges if you want to sit and hang out in a voice chat or video call people um you know there are you can keep your chats sort of organized if you're not familiar with discord um you can keep chats kind of organized to topics so that's what um yeah that's kind of in the weeds with it but um
0: i wanted to add in oh sorry go ahead
2: no, I was just going to say, you know, if you happen to also be like a podcaster or you know other kind of content creator, we do have some like you know resources uh, that will be available in the server. Um, or if you want to share some of your own you know experiences or expertise along the way with other folks who are creating content, we'll have a lot of that in the server as well. You know, Scott and myself, we're both sort of audio production nerds. He's yeah. you know an actual mu- music producer. Um, so we're ha- like everybody's happy to kind of. share share tips and tricks so if you want a content creator it's a good place for that yeah
0: i was gonna say even if you're not a part of our dauntless network and and you know not everyone who wants to jump into the discord server is necessarily a part of our network but we want you if you're you know a podcaster out there starting out and you just want support you don't have to be part of your network to receive support, Nate and Scott are always happy to jump in. There's like a tech talk section. There's and you guys love nerding out on tech, both of you. You know, oh, oh are you yeah. using I have no idea when they get into this, I kind of tune out, <laughs> I kind of fade into the background. Like that's not my domain. But like for those of you who love nerding out on tech stuff, there you you will get that kind of support for people that will be willing to support and help you figure out stuff uh, on the podcasting side of things. So if you want to join the Discord, that's definitely a channel mm-hmm. to to receive that kind of support.
2: Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, if you're needing kind of a place to vent about the conservative faith that you came from, if you're looking for resources or other people to kind of journey along with, this you you are perfect for um our Discord server. Um, we'll put the link in the show notes. Um, I'll probably put it up on the website uh, or the on the the Dauntless um website. Oh, by the way, the Dauntless website is Dauntless.fm. So I'll put I'll obviously put that in the show notes as well, so and, you can. And
0: uh, the Discord server is still pretty small. So if you've ever been in a Discord server mm-hmm. that's overwhelmingly big, where you like your notifications blow up and you have to put it on mute because it's just like it's gonna make you dizzy, this is not that <laughs> small community. So if you mm-hmm. You know, just want to actually have people that yeah. could respond to you before it disappears. <laughs> this is where you yes. want to go. Yeah. Yes.
2: yes. And if you have great, you know, ex-evangelical or ex-Christian memes, please share those. In the- I should make a, a channel just for memes. That's what I should do. I think you should. We'll make a channel just to put, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Okay. It's therapy, that's how um, we cope.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, next point of conversation What's
0: our is, next point? Nate,
2: what do you have? What do you have? What is next? I've got, I've got the Patreon. So, um,
0: shout out to our producer. Yeah. I don't, yeah only... Oh, yeah.
2: Shout out to our our partners on Patreon. Um, I mean, you are basically producers of our <laughs> of our show. Yes. So we have a new uh, a new patron to announce from Australia. Um, if I'm not mistaken, From Australia. I love yes, that our I podcast. Believe.
0: I mean. I feel a little underrepresented as a Canadian because I know our American audience on your side is so much bigger <laughs> that But I feel like when we're covering evangelicalism that makes sense because evangelicalism is so much bigger of an issue in the U.S. Canada has a much smaller evangelical per, per capita rate than the U.S. So that makes mm-hmm. sense that we're not bringing in as many Canadians.
2: Although I do, if you were Canadian. Yeah, but, we, but Canada is the second largest, you know, listenership of our of our podcast. It is.
0: It, I don't want to poo-poo on our <laughs> Canadian listeners. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you, oh Canada, with me. Thank you, my Canadian supporters mm-hmm. who understand where yes. I'm coming from. From. We do want to support you, especially. I don't know. I really feel for the evangelicals in Canada because it's a totally different landscape, and uh, I understand where you're coming from because that's my background. Yeah. So, yeah. But we have some. We actually do have some Aussie listeners. Um, I'm yeah. wondering if it's because we've been covering Hillsong, maybe, maybe not. Um, but definitely, maybe. that's your your connection. <laughs> so I think Probably. I think that might be some of the the connection there.
2: Yeah. So I do I do want to shout out our uh, our newest patron, Never Odd or Even. Thank you. Long. It's fun. That's a palindrome. If you if you didn't notice And he never is a grammar nerd. Nate loves He's these kind of things.
0: Yes. He would tell you what a pol- I don't know what a palindrome is, but Nate would you know. You know,
2: so a palindrome is a word that that <laughs> Here is Here you go
0: guys. Well, <laughs> You're getting insight into how Nate's brain works. This is the conversations behind the podcast normally that you guys don't get privy to. How yeah, Nate yeah. will have conversations with me and now you guys you guys are getting insight mm-hmm. into how we talk. Go ahead babe, explain.
2: <laughs> yeah, so a palindrome <laughs> is a word that is spelled the same, not just a word, a word or a phrase that is spelled the same forwards as it is backwards. So, never odd or even. Is it's, a palindrome. It's spelled the so, same
0: if you reverse that.
2: Mm-hmm. Never odd or even is never odd or even backwards. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and now so yeah. you know
0: what a palindrome is if you're not a grammar yeah. nerd like me. <laughs> you're like me, you're like, what the <laughs> heck is a palindrome? Now you can sound smart to people.
2: Yes, so thank you for your support, Never Otter we appreciate Even. Appreciate it. And and we've we've messaged or, or commented a little bit back and forth on the, the, the Patreon page. So yeah. Oh, so speaking of of Patreon, we had our first live podcast recording session that we made available to with Joe. Uh, our patrons. Yes, it was our uh our episode with Joe, which we'll be dropping soon, but we um That's yeah, some we, of the so perks. Yeah. Yeah. So one one of the cool things about our recording platform that we that we use is that we can do a live show that also has a call in feature. So, <laughs> so we have fact, a call in. We did have Scott, yeah, Scott, called Scott in. stuck around long enough to call in at the uh, at the end of the show. So if you if you want to yes. <laughs> <laughs> take part in any of that,
0: Scott, the sassy
2: one. If you want to take part in any of that. Definitely sign up for the for the for the Patreon. Um, yeah. We'll also have some other perks available, you know, posts specially um, tailor tailor made for our our patrons.
0: And we don't have like these tiers. It's like if you're a patron, you get access to everything. It's not like we have all this yeah, hierarchy. Yeah, yeah. Like if you got to give twenty bucks and then you get this amount. You put a hundred and then right. you know. We're like you yeah, give no us matter, the bare no minimum. Matter, um, who no matter who right. you are, no
2: matter yeah, no matter like what you give. Like you, if you if you give it five dollars a month, you get access to everything, and that's it. There's nothing, yeah. nothing more, tears. Than, more than that. We just appreciate yeah, the,
0: the help. Yeah, giving whatever yeah. you can.
2: You know, I don't want don't want to create like a class system um, based on people's ability to to give. And ultimately, look, we you work full time, I work full time. We're not relying on the podcast for our no, uh, it's income. Not our revenue. You know, no, but, but it does. The pod making this podcast does take money out of our pocket, so it's nice to be able to put some of that money back in. If, so it, put, if, if want it puts to join... you at
0: ease, we give more than we receive, and we're not pocketing that. We no. don't have we're not making that kind of podcast where we're raking in anything. So we yep. appreciate that you're supporting what we're doing. If you're enjoying what we're doing yep. and you want to support that, that's what it's going towards. You want to be transparent mm-hmm. about that, yeah,
2: absolutely. So, yeah, I think. The last thing I want to talk about is just some ideas going forward.
0: What do you want to do, Nate? What do you see us doing? Yeah. Coming out? So
2: before before we get there, though, um, we we've got you know a few more episodes like we talked about, um, and then we're we gonna take more a little break.
0: We're gonna close the season the out. Okay. Yeah.
2: So so we'll we'll close out the season. We'll take a little break um and we're going to start working on upcoming seasons
0: i'll say this nate and i keep talking about taking a break between the two of us off this podcast and then we keep inviting more guests to come on and we're just so excited by yeah. what we're doing that we never end up taking we will eventually yeah. we take a break well but we I plan think, to yeah. for a bit and we just yeah. keep inviting people because we love what we're doing
2: right yeah so you know after after a break we'll come back and we've got some some Ideas, Um, none of them are like set in stone or anything. um, But we have some ideas for some for um, for like a couple mini series sorts of things. You know, I've been getting some messages from people from my past in evangelicalism who keep asking, like, what happened to you? Why, you know, why are you the way you are now? What um,
0: <laughs> happened <to> you, <laughs> What's wrong with you, dude? <laughs> That's not exactly
2: what they're saying. But, you know, essentially to that effect. And and I feel like maybe it would be great if I could, you know, rather than, you know, send a message back with this, you know, long story about, you know, how I arrived at this point and and where my trajectory is. I think maybe it's good to have those conversations with others who have also left whether it's evangelicalism or fundamentalism or or whatever branch of faith that you've left. And we're going to share some of those stories. We have some friends who I think would be phenomenal to to share their stories and i think i would love to have them share their stories with you um so we've been doing a little bit of that so
0: far like people coming out of evangelicalism sharing their story but we want to maybe put a little bit more of an emphasis on it maybe even expand it out a bit like outside of i mean i had a friend who who is an ex-evangelical person came out of evangelicalism but she was talking to me about how the ex-mormon community often gets left out and they have a lot of they have some differences but they actually share a lot in common with the ex-evangelical community. I know I've met a lot of ex-Mormons where we start, you know, exchanging, sit around. I mean, yeah. we've done this with friends, you and I, people we know in real life. We've mm-hmm. sat around exchanging stories and uh, we want to we expand out because we know yeah. that some of our experiences so, are a little wider than just. Yeah. yeah.
2: So so I think, what so this will be like a, a little sort of mini-series. Um, that we 'll do, and we 'll we'll, we'll spread it out across um one of our upcoming seasons where we 'll talk about you know just have people talk about why they left. I think you know we have shared you know we have shared some stories about people who have left, but I think it 's great to have th- that perspective of why because you know not all of us left f- for, for the, the same, same reason yeah you know mm-hmm. yeah we we all have different reasons, different stories, different things that pushed us out and of the time, it is not for the reasons that most people who are still in those faith environments think why they assume so, you
0: left because of street cred or sexy appeal or i don't know there's, right. there's some really dumb yeah. blog posts that have been written yeah. about why um people leave evangelicalism and, and, and sermons too. yeah and i think you know nate and i've had this conversation behind the scene we'll probably get into it if we do a mini series on this but like what are the perceptions we had on why people left evangel like what did we think back then too like those are mm-hmm. Those are really important questions, too, because while we were in it, we saw people leave and we had wrong assumptions and we kind of want to clear the air for yeah. those asking. So those I don't want to.
2: Yeah, I don't want to get into too. I don't want to get into too much detail because we, we don't really have much, mm-hmm. you know, plan yet. We're yeah, still rough we, drafting this. no, no. <laughs> Right. Right. And and, and another um, uh, another idea, idea that that we're kind of germinating a little bit is um, something that I sort of popped into my head of like, you know, a cult survivors handbook, and I'm I'm sure that that title of something exists out there. You know, in this day and age, I'm sure that's out there. I haven't Googled yet, but even if it already exists, we'll do something like that on uh, on our podcast, and you know, we might even might even bring a best bring in a, a guest host for for those for those episodes um, to speak. talk about.
0: Hmm? Sorry. Speaking of, I mean, we mentioned um, bringing back our first guest, Janice, uh, to kick, you know, to kicking off bringing back a guest. The episode will be about um, is evangelicalism a cult? That so. Speaking of cult survivors' yeah. handbook, I mean, we're kind of starting to touch on that. It's going to come up, but if we do a mini series on a cult survivors' handbook, I mean, might be worthwhile even just starting with our first return guest, Janice, and we're going to be talking about how evangelicalism ties into that, and then taking you through mm-hmm.
2: that. Yeah, absolutely um so yeah i mean th- these are just some ideas that we have kind of in the works so yeah and if if any of you have um stories, stories. that you want to share yeah share sh- send us, us um yeah send us a, a a note um you know on our website fullmutuality.com you can send us a message there um if you feel comfortable sending a voice message you do they can have do that option as well. on there's the like
0: Full Mut- mutuality website yep, there's a little microphone or something they can click mm-hmm. on and record a yeah there's a, message. a
2: little uh there's a little uh, feature on the website where you can, you know, send a voice message. It's there on the right side. It's a little uh, little pink button. It says send a voice message. Ooh. So, yeah. So, I think that, that's all I have. Um, I don't know if you have anything else.
0: I'm just excited. I'm enjoying what we're doing. I mean, we have a lot going on in our personal lives coming up. We have a, a wedding to plan, a move to plan. Lots of, lots of big things happening for the two of us personally. Um, but I'm really enjoying in our relationship that podcasting is part of it. I'm in, I've really mm-hmm. enjoyed being able to podcast with my fiance who happens to be my best friend. I love that me and him behind the scenes have a lot of these conversations and then we're like, ooh, we should do, we should do a podcast episode. We actually want to have a whole conversation about this um, and invite you guys in to listen to the stuff that we talk about and, and bring in some of our friends. So it's just been, uh, it's something beautiful for me to be able to do with you. I love you, babe. I appreciate mm-hmm. that we get to do this. I have the best co-host and uh, I'm excited. Aww. I'm, I'm I excited. I love you. i sorry, guys. We're not usually this mushy, but it's just sharing on the personal side of things as episode. A little bit to fill you in on what's going on behind the scenes, and um, yeah, we're excited. We're excited to continue doing what we're doing. We got a good thing going. We've got some good conversations happening coming up, and uh, we're yeah. we're thankful that you guys are tuning in and listening, and and we're really touched by that and all of your support. So, you can keep supporting us and keep letting us know and yeah. keep it going if you're enjoying what you're hearing.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, our our call to action for for this episode is swing by the. Dauntless Media Collective uh, website, dauntless.fm. Hop into the Dauntless um, Media Collective Discord server. And we'll put the link in the show, both links in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, if you want to join our Patreon, look, it's basically about the same amount as if you were to buy both of us a cup of coffee once a month. Mm-hmm. So think about it that way. You're you're buying us a cup a cup of coffee or a cheap beer once a month.
0: It's nice. You know, we're thankful. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we're very thankful we're very very thankful for those of you buying us (laughs) coffee (laughs) and beer (laughs) okay i think on that note um we'll go ahead and uh and and bid everyone adieu
0: yeah thank you all thank you so much we appreciate and love you guys
2: all righty catch you all in the next
1: one